You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. All right, y'all, so I'm back. We up here registering people to vote. And I got my brother, man. I've known him for a long time. Love this dude to death, man. He's a really good dude, right? So I say, hey, bro, you got you registered to vote this year? I sounds. What are my health checks? Where are we at? What's going on? You're fucking fine. I'm fine. Are you sure? Because you're the one that always bitches about it. Stop being a yenta. Just go with the flow. I can't. I can't. It's it's. Uh, listen, this New York, this New York anxiety's got me by the balls. Uh, you got that neurosis, is what you got. I got that. I got that Woody Allen uh, neurosis going on. I got that. I can't. You know. I can't. I can't think. I can't see. I can't hear because all the walls are closing in on me, man. That's why he did it. <laughs> and I don't mean. Oh, uh, this is going to be an arduous one, isn't it? This is one is going to be uh, one of those episodes where I have to equiv- equivocate out the ass. It, it, why? What, what do we got to Because I'm going to read the Hunter Biden texts uh, verbatim. <laughs> is that, is yes. that why? Here's the here's the issue. Actually, you know what? We can get into it. But uh, let's uh, let's let's just say this is this is worst possible timeline. I'm Eric. I'm Roderick. All right. So. Uh, I honestly I wish we could leak the entire world's personal text messages. That is to say, you wish that you could do something without being surveilled. Well, it, it's to say that I wish that we could all we could understand that all of us, every single one of us, in our private life, is uh, como se dice problematique. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty much off the charts. I'm just using every bad word there is. So if we could if we could just lift, then no one can be in trouble because we're all equally guilty. No, because there will be a sociopath who slides through by constantly maintaining themselves as though they're being watched. But but what I mean is like if 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 everyone has equal measure of blackmail against them, then it's like then no one can re- like. No, but I'm saying I s- yeah. I, I'm saying that there are people who ha- who really truly have never said anything troubling because they're not really people. And that's who will inherit the corporate world. That's who that's who's going to run things is the incredibly disturbed sociopath who at 12 said, "Okay, here's a great example. I dated a girl. We broke up for a time. She blew a politician Uh, and they dated for a while. And he's he broke up with her. He said, you're a little too slutty and I have to run for office. And that's the type of person who is going to be deciding our future. Somebody who's like, you blow a mean dick, that's a warning sign. I have to be with an ugly woman and have mistresses on the side because that's what politicians do. 
that's who inherits this earth is the person that never commits to their foulness in, in any sort of anything that could be anything that could be linked to them is clean, but they are dirty. That isn't that how it's always been. Well, that's the effort is always there, but now we're in a pure snitch culture. I, we have a listener who is a national security expert. I hung out with him the other day and he was explaining that the future is essentially everyone recording each other at all times. And it's coming very quickly. So that, that is to say, if you have a meeting with your boss, you bring your camera, he brings his camera. You don't turn it off the entire time. If uh, you have uh, an exchange with law enforcement, they're, they've got their body cam on, you've got your cell phone on them at all times. Uh, <clears throat> your girlfriend and you are, uh, def- uh, it's, it's getting ugly. You're ta- in a toxic relationship. You're constantly filming each other. And this is in principle for your own protection. But what it really is, is a mutually assured destruction where you are forcing the other person to not act like a human being. You're forcing them to act like they know they're being recorded. Now, in the case of law enforcement, that might be a good thing. But in our interpersonal relationships, I think it's about about as disturbing a trend as you're likely to find. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, look, I'm just trying to get enough money that I can uh, get canceled for saying something really fucked up and just, you know, for example, like if I say Jews did 9-11 or something something like that. I haven't said that and I would never say that. But like if I did say that, I would want to be able to say, hey, everybody, I made my million, which means I'm going to have like 60 in interest no matter what, even if I just let it sit. And that's not a lot of money, but it prevents you from ever taking my life away. So, uh, suck a dick. Uh, also, uh, Jews did 9-11. Now, I wouldn't say that because I don't actually believe that, but that's the but that's the principle of the thing. You understand? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, so it's like we're becoming, we're, we're creating, uh, a society like China, but like by, by choice, <clears throat> by choice. Yeah. We, we, we're willing it into being, it's kind of wild how young people can't keep a fucking thing to themselves anymore. Uh, listen, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you appear in my DMS to threaten me, <clears throat> I'm not going to the Twitter police with that information. So feel free, drop in, (laughs) drop by the house for all I fucking care. I I just, you're never going to get snitched on by me. I get, again, you, the only reason I ever screenshot is is because I think maybe you're crazy. That's it. But I'm never going to like air you out unless you are crazy in which I guess I have to. Oh, airing people. Yeah. No, airing someone out like in, like, that's just, it's just weird. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know where that compulsion even like what the genesis of that is like within your own site. Like if people didn't do it, I wouldn't even think of it as like a thing, like a, like an option. You know what I mean? I recently heard that, um, there's a profession that I'm close to where people are accumulating receipts on a guy to try to destroy him. And do you know what the receipts are? No, tell me. He's a reply guy. Okay. 
so that he doesn't say anything crude, nothing sexual, just a reply guy to good looking women. And people are screenshotting that so that they can hasten his demise. So he's like every single man on the face of the earth? Yeah, but if you are in certain fields, that is forbidden. Ah, I assume you mean uh, the seminary. (laughs) No, it's more acceptable there. Straight on, more acceptable. Yeah, Yeah, that's probably true. Um, Yeah, it's dark, man. I don't know. People don't like... uh, People don't want to have sex. Other people are afraid to have sex. And I think that's the logical response. I think the only real way to navigate this world in 2021 is just full vol sale. Uh, I mean, my geographic situation necessitates it. And I'm mad that I don't get to touch my girl's boobs, but I'm not mad that I am completely outside of this chaos (laughs) and and misery of trying to date when you are waiting for your lottery number to be called to be sacrificed, which is everybody. This is my dark realization. That's all community is in 2021. If you hear somebody use the word community, what they mean is they, you, that your name is put into a, 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 a top hat. And uh, a you're called to the town square, and a a man in a in a shabby uh, velour suit, uh, missing the, his first three front teeth, uh, pulls your name out of a hat, and then the community descends on you and tears you limb from limb, and that's all community is. So <clears throat> I'm glad that I'm not. I'm glad that I'm like essentially so like getting old to the point that people just don't include me in community. Like as far as like music subculture stuff, like I didn't know about that TikTok girl until I had to like go searching for it. And after what's the, what's the TikTok girl? Like a week ago, there was a girl with a lot of followers on TikTok and she did a little TikTok that said, uh, you know, here's some, uh, somebody asked her, what aggressive music are you into? And she said, here's the bands you should be following. And then she, played them one into one into each other, you know, like 10 seconds of each and screwdriver. She would, <laughs> uh, yeah. And she, she would, uh, uh, <clears throat> ethnic cleansing. She, she would, uh, 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 sing them. Like she would like do like a little like TikTok mosh and, and, and sing them. And it is, it was decidedly cringe, but there was people that kind of went over the top with it. Like, Look, it's a TikTok thing, man. It's all fucking cringe, you know? So, but people, you know, some people felt like they had to simp for her because she was getting clowned. And then other people felt like they had to double down on the clown because they saw the simps. And it was just this embarrassing moment where it was just somebody that was doing, they just liked the music that they were talking about. Not a big deal, everybody. But I was glad that I didn't have to, or that I had to go looking. I was, when I felt left out of it, I saw like a bunch of hardcore kids talking about it. I said, ah, it's so nice to not have a fucking clue. Wait, so she got, did she get killed for something? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, some people donned ski masks and slipped into her TikTok hype house and slit her throat. She's dead now. No, but like, did she, what, what happened? Did she, did, did she like, did she suggest problematic bands? No, 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 no. It was like, it's like Gulch. It's bands people like, you know, it's, it's a, 
just the fact that it was highly cringe. So, you know, people got to have opinions about shit like that. All right. I mean, this is as far you're as in I can, a, you're in a culture you where get, my, you fired you for being cringe? some things can just be cringe. Sure. But can, can you get, I mean, is, is she fired from her job now? Well, then she started, the thing that made it weird was at the mosh part, the mosh call of each song, she would just yell the N word. So mm, yeah, problematic in that, that respect. If you, if you count, she got that. fired from the, the Hardee's. <laughs> she's a tiktok influencer that uh also works at hardy's yeah i mean that's that's where i assume most of them work um yeah you know i don't know uh hunter biden got caught out there being a someone who who sounds like he uh typical the typical uh white guy who smokes crack yeah, thank you. You fucking nailed it. <laughs> That's I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that mentioned enough that, hey, if you know a white guy that smoked crack, this isn't crazy at all. <laughs> like at all at all. So uh, for people that don't know, somehow we got Hunter Biden's uh, texts and he uses the. N word with an A at the end, with the A at the end, uh, pretty liberally, <laughs> just like whenever, whenever it suits him. And uh, Eric's not wrong. Uh, that's a big feature of men who kind of like have never had repercussions. Maybe spent a night in jail. Probably have like, you know, like narrowly ducked a domestic, and have a crack cocaine problem. This is all. This all fits. And it should shock no one, but you know, slow news day. There's just, uh, people forgot Israel exists. So, uh, we got Hunter Biden doing his thing. It's so funny how, how, how people cool off on certain things. It's so, it's oh, like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like it's so wild. So, uh, we have a, a, a friend who's been canceled a few times and they're going through it again. And it was really stressing them the fuck out. And I was like, dude, like, <laughs> It's going to be over in in a day. And it was. Yep. So I don't know what to, you know, it's like, the thing is, the issue is, is that it can still, uh, you know, it can still get you, you tossed out or whatever you're doing potentially. Um, yeah. And also it's not nice to have that attached to your name when an employer searches you, you know, no, no, it's not it nice. Sucks ass. No. KKK princess um, is not a, is not, is not a, not a thing you want attached to your name. Oh, I wear it with honor. <laughs> <laughs> they'll never, they'll um, never strip you of of your tiara. Never. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a weird world. Um, I think people have to. I, you, we've been saying this for like a year now, but it's like maybe you just got to become comfortable with the notion of like you may lose your job <laughs> over some bullshit. Yeah, like you're gonna lose your job, well then happen. you're gonna go get a new job, and in some ways, I think it's very healthy. Obviously, I think it's disastrous for a lot of people <clears throat> and on a personal level it's like you know you and i shared uh a hard times article that probably a lot of uh podcasters took took personally you know uh which is just you know it's a it's basically a stock photo style to podcasters and it says this week the boys talk about cancel culture and they got us yeah, got us. You know what I mean? But as I always say, 
give me another culture. I'd love, I'd literally love to talk about anything else. Would it would bring me an incredible amount of joy to talk about anything else. So uh, it's kind of unavoidable because it's not just podcasters talking about it. It's, it it is now normal people. They're not up on the Twitter language, but there's there, these are topics that are being discussed with like, my parents know what canceling is. Yeah. yeah, Fucking seventies, you know? So it's a, what do you want? You know? Well, Uh, that's an interesting thing because a lot of the speculation is that, you know, as in in a, in a year or two, as we as we move closer towards the next election cycle, that cancel culture is going to be a thing that's going to be uh, parroted by the Fox News types, right wing punditry and stuff like that. And obviously, like we're we're just going to keep doing these culture war dances, and mm-hmm. and and that's what they're aiming for because it gets people so riled up and so engaged and motivated. It's the only reason they do this shit. And it's, but but, I I mean, but easier to talk about culture war than to talk about, Oh, I don't know. Capital gains tax where your money's going. (laughs) So yeah, much easier. Yeah. But it's like, you know, um, the, the, the reaction to that, that I've seen thus far is like, Oh, Fox news crowd making shit up again to make boomers mad. And it's like, if this is going to be your position in this sort of, in this whatever back and forth, I don't think it's going to go well for you. Well, I mean, let's talk about this for a second. Like we, it's obvious what happened to anybody that cares to be honest. It's just that there's a lot of people who are super tribal. It's, Here's all it is, anybody. You hate Trump so much that the fact that he attaches his name to anything means that you have to recoil from it performatively, despite the fact that you might have some misgivings and think, eh, it might be true. And for a great example would be uh, the, the lab leak thing, which the narrative is changing so quickly that you're naked snap. Uh, but, you know, it's, there's now reporters that are being honest and obviously they're being honest because somebody told them to go be honest. Uh, Hey, don't, it's a pity that you couldn't report on this for months and months, even though you clearly knew the facts. Uh, you're good now though. Um, we have to, we have to divorce ourselves from, uh, from, from Fauci. So feel free guys. So, you know, it's the same thing with cancel culture. You've got Tom Cotton talking about it. So, the you know the soy face crowd blue check mark people they have to pretend that it's not real because tom cotton thinks it is and it's it, it just it makes me nervous that they if you're rea- if your lens through which you see reality is based entirely on another person's behavior you are going to end up in an emperor's new clothes scenario very very quickly you know, where everybody yeah. knows what's up and you just look insane. And now you're waiting for so like now it's just a matter of time until somebody says what's up. Oh, I think we, but I think we've arrived at that point. I mean, the, the people that, you know, refuse to acknowledge the guidelines that if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. You're, you're insane. You look insane now. Congratulations. <laughs> you actually well, look insane. So what's interesting is that those people who are essentially government simps, when the government started loosening up, they turned on government 
thinking that that would work being like, Oh, it's so irresponsible. What are you doing? This is dangerous. And government didn't respond with it. It it just kept the, for whatever reason and reasons, I don't really understand how this narrative switched so quickly. uh, Government just ignored those, those screaming people. And now the people that prayed to the altar of big government now can't walk it back. They're locked in that conversation forever. So New York state for anybody that doesn't know, New York state just uh, said that when we reach 70% vaccination, uh, it'll, nobody has to wear a mask. Now, technically nobody has to wear a mask now. Yeah. Technically. But the state was saying, Here's our restrictions, unenforceable. So it's it's literally just social pressure. That's it. Uh, but but see, like that that's the that's what the weird part to me is like we we've so lost the thread. This was always from the beginning to stop mass hospitalization. Oh, Eric, you and your fucking flatten the curve. Nobody remembers. Stop. Nobody remembers. But that's what it was. So Ooh, like you, you said, infections and deaths are lower or or they're lowering to the point of March 2020 when this all started. So no one needs to wear the mask. The New hospitals are fine. New York City had no deaths the other day and New York State had a total of eight last time I checked. So uh, Tuesday, I think that was last week. Last Tuesday, there was eight. So uh, at that point, you're talking about heart disease doubling that so every day more people die, are dying of heart disease than covid uh you would think that people would take this under advisement and say facts on the ground have changed i have to update my files i think many have they yeah. just aren't saying it out loud right because i mean look the people that were saying this is so irresponsible how madball should go to hell all those people are now maskless at parties in their IG stories. And that's, that's natural. The world is opening up. You, unless you are staunchly anti-science, you probably should consider what's being said. And it's making a lot of sense. Maybe you should, eh. but you can't say, Hey, just a week ago, I was a panicked chicken little screaming and now I see the world otherwise. You just start doing normal things and don't mention it to anybody. You forget that you said that. I forgot I said that. Yeah, yeah. To bring it back, last week we talked about it. Nate Silver said, yeah, what are the odds that we, what do we think the odds are that this could have happened from a lab leak? I'm hearing from a lot of people. And he was destroyed on Twitter with people being like, you fucking moron. You're, you're, you're just like a Joe Rogan who is a a war criminal because you're putting, you're putting this fake information out. That's going to cost the lives of trillions. And people said these sort of things to him. And then literally three days later, Joe Biden says, I'm looking into the lab leak thing. There's a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, questions that I have. Uh, there is two major outlets, major outlets that run news items saying they suppressed the lab leak theory, uh, 
in part because people resent Trump in part. And he was the one that posited it in part because of fear of racism, which is, as you have pointed out many times, and now Glenn Greenwald has stolen your, uh, your mantra. How is eating a bat less racist than, than a, a, a a high tech fucking uh, viral facility. It's the, those people that two days before said, Nate silver, you're just a Trump cocksucker. You, uh, you and Joe Rogan should fuck each other in the ass in the pits of hell. Uh, Glenn Greenwald can suck you all off while he does it. Well, you do it because this is, you're a, you're a piece of shit. Those people didn't apologize to Nate silver. (laughs) like they never they never said hey nate sorry i called you a cocksucker that should rot in hell they they just don't mention it again they just go about their lives i i I wish they i I wish they actually talked like that because they're always like this is so deeply this is so deeply irresponsible i can't believe misinformation (laughs) spread i wish that they were just like you fucking dick sucker i hope you die (laughs) uh yeah me too it would be a lot more fun um and it doesn't have this this totally fake moral weight. Listen, everybody, here's a here's a test for our listeners. I want you to think, and this is only going to apply to those of you who are like 25 plus, because I, I understand the last few years have been a whirlwind. But can you remember a time where all of your thoughts weren't about race? Can you remember a time when all of your thoughts or all of your social conversations weren't about race? Or... or can you remember a time when other people's moral failings were not at the front of your mind? Because I can, <laughs> you know I mean? I'm not that old and I can, it was approximately, I mean, I I, it was five years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. so for people that think we're not in a hysteria, we'll just run the clock back. Like how can you say we're not in a hysteria when a huge portion of, of the public discourse and individuals conversations have taken a wild pivot all into the same subject matter. How could you suggest that we're not in a hysteria? Like we just very clearly are. Greetings from evergreen podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. So it's these people that wanted to attack Nate Silver as though he was a, I don't know, an avatar of, of Trump who is uh, in my mother's words, the antichrist. Uh, you are in a hysteria. You are one, uh, you're, you believe that, uh, daycare workers are, are floating through classrooms, hanging children by hooks. And this is where you're at. Soon you're going to start banning metal music. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the next step. But can I can I posit a um a theory that I have because I yes, I am I'm a fan of uh of uh, seven layer dips. So okay. <laughs> this is this is the psyop within the psyop. Now, bef- disclaimer: I would encourage everyone to do their own home- own homework on this. I heard this from another person anecdotally. Um, supposedly, China is developing their own vaccine, and their plan is to shower the continent of Africa with this vaccine. Um, so the theory, the psyop theory that the lab leak is now discussable is because China's getting ready to do something that we don't like, right? So they're thinking, you know what? Maybe it's time we ramp up the, uh, the, uh, the, the anti-CCCP rhetoric within our, within our walls. So the reality remains a mystery, right? Nothing, nothing has actually confirmed whether the lab leak is a thing or not. It just, it seems that it's now discussable as, yeah, as an option. Yes. That's the, well, that's the, listen, it's clear to our listeners, even if this is their first time ever tuning into this program and they thought that they were listening to NPR, it is clear that we are not scientists and we're not making fucking definite claims on the origin of this virus. However, it is the interesting thing is not the origin of the virus. That is not of any interest to me personally, I'll be honest. What is interesting is how the window of conversation has opened to include a thing that was, this is important, forbidden on social media by by punishment. You would be punished if you mentioned this on social media. Yep, banned. So, or your or your post would get removed. So, that is now no longer the case. Uh, YouTube's that had to change their language to not get strikes are now speaking openly about this same subject because the people who decide what you what information you have access to have decided that Fauci's going to fry and China can be the bad guy. This has been decided for you. <laughs> and that should be alarming to anyone who cares about the sanctity of their own mind. Yes. Yes. And, and, and just the, the, the sanctity of uh, your ability to, to talk about things, you know, like you're, you're like in polite conversation with other people, like the notion that like, there isn't some good bad dichotomy that like all things all things under the sun should be within the realm of safe and open and fair conversation and not like oh lab leak theory mm, sounds a bit trumpy to me like yep that's that's the fucking you should be afraid of social conventions like that that prevent yes. you from having a thinking mind yeah it, it it is it, it, putting a barrier on what can be discussed. Forget le- so this is. I understand I'm extreme because I feel like p- people should be able to use any language they want at any time, and I understand that that is by most people's measure extreme. I'm I get it. However, you should know on certain terms. I don't care who you are or what your sensibilities are. You should be able to discuss a topic. Forget individual language that some platforms may not find in their in the terms of their use that they, they, they it's offensive and nobody likes it and it ruins the mood. 
Right. Harassment, I, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I still think that shit should fly. But I understand I'm on the fringe there. I get it. Everyone should be concerned when you can't talk about a thing. Forget the specifics. You can't talk about it. That's yeah. deranged. And the fact that people aren't genuinely scared by that is crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like I know and, and I'm with you. And I mean, it, it's it's to, like when you talk about things like harassment or like openly, you know, certain, I don't know, hate groups or whatever, whatever. Like if you want to strip that, if you want to not protect that under your terms of service, that's I can understand that. You know what I mean? I can talk. I can. If you're trying to make a company or you're trying to have a platform that can get the most amount of people into it to read your advertising, yeah, you're gonna want to have priorities that strip that that uh, prevent alienation of the most people possible. So I understand it, but yeah, they're going a little far here with with, with uh, in certain aspects. Like, if I want to, I haven't had Facebook in almost four years. But if I want to go on there and post uh, fucking Wuhan's a, a bioweapon from a fucking lab, I like I don't think that's beyond the realm of things I should be allowed to say. You know what I mean? Even if it's not true, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm not I'm not the fucking I'm not some authoritative, uh, reliable news source. I'm an individual person who can say what he wants and think what he wants. You know what I mean? No, Eric, I'm sorry. Uh, this topic is forbidden, and I need you to to pitch the conversation into a different direction. Let's go with uh, Black Panther 2. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it, 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 so I, I don't know if it's the, the apparatus of Facebook. That's like, if I post like Wuhan bioweapon on my, like my status update, right? And then it shows up in your news feed. It seems like the concern amongst these fucking tech companies for whatever reason is that, Oh, we're contributing to some strain of misinformation that exists in the ether due to the internet's, uh, you know, open, uh, nature. And it's like, I'm not a news source. I shouldn't, I, I, no one should call me news. I'm a person just saying a thing, which if you're a platform that gives me that I can, I should be able to say it. I can say, I can speak it out loud and the fucking cops don't show up to my house. Why can't I go on on Facebook and say it to people who add me as a friend that know me, right? Why can't I express myself that way? And it's just like, I, and and furthermore, just aside from that, it's like, who the fuck are you Facebook? Who the fuck are you anyone? Any, I don't care if you're, if you're seeing, I don't care if you're the White House, the state, anyone, who are you to decide what information is real or not real because you did, you thought you could decide that. And Oh, looks like the rules have changed a little bit. Turns out you don't have a fucking grip on reality. Uh, Eric, I'm going to need, uh, I'm going to need you to get in to start talking about consumer goods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, all right. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Stizzy pods. Uh, Cushy dreams. Cushy dreams. Cushy dreams. Dope yourself up with bad weed. Don't think about things. Don't worry. Just have you know, uh, you know, smoke up, drop out, do what you got to do. You know. 
we got. I, I, let's go the complete. You are such a weed hater <laughs> that I think that we should just embrace the very mild amount of self improvement that you and I engage in, and just become one of these podcasts that's like. It's like, get up, you lazy son of a bitch. You've got to to tackle your day. What do you want to be? One of these weed heads start. It's leg day, bitch. Yes, it is leg day, bitch. No, I've since being home in New York, I've fallen off on all of my good habits. I have likely gained weight. Not not a tremendous, not not like I don't think I've undone all the work I did, but I'm definitely I need to get back to California. I did. I did the thing where. I'm back in a gym every day. So I said, I can eat desserts. Not right. true. No. I, I I, so I, I haven't had, I had a three quarters of a donut and that's been pretty much my only dessert for uh, what? Nine months, a year, you know? And, uh, at home, my parents just keep making me peach cobblers and I keep eating them. And, my excuse, my rationale is I go to the gym every day. It's all good. But you know what I do at the gym all day? I do things like, mm, let's make these arms bigger. That's not going to help my goddamn stomach. No. I'm going to no, be the guy not. with I'm going to be the guy with a tummy but big arms. What kind of life is that? There I there are a lot of people like that. And that's bad. they're called bouncers. Yeah, it's true. Uh, no, being being I think we can both agree that being in the state of New York is not good for either of us. And it's and it's imperative that that uh, this time go by sooner than uh, than later. <laughs> Listen, New York sucks, and you you <laughs> you texted me the other day in a very desperate state. You said I got to get the fuck out of here, and I said, "What's going on?" I thought you were in trouble. I, I thought something happened. I thought like it it was a an indie movie, you know, like one of those uh, uh, crime I- I- indie movies that. Uh, used to play on IFC channel. And now I don't even know who buys them, maybe Netflix. But I thought that, you know, your friend came to you had like, a, like, man, I need your help. Like middle of the night, this it's all uh, crane shots of, of, but it's not a crane. It's taken from like somebody's rooftop of, yeah. uh, of Queens, you know? And, yeah. and then the, this guy says he needs your help. And then you have to drive to the middle of Long Island to dispose of his girlfriend's body. She was pregnant. You did this because he's been your boy since you were kids, but you also hate him because she was from the neighborhood. Uh, and it, it's a whole, and this is what I was thinking you were going through, you know? And then you go, and then I go, what happened? And you said, it's so humid. I feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Has it not been fucking unbearable? It, I, you know how I sleep. Hey, could you please describe for the people at home how I sleep? Like fucking, you're like Dracula. I've seen you uh, uh, falling. As- I've seen you asleep on your on the couch. We, back when you used to crash in my place in Brooklyn, you would fall asleep on the couch with your hands folded over your chest, the, your knees straight up in the air, and and your laptop wide open. And suffice to say, I can sleep through most anything. I, I, 9-11 part two happened right directly outside and it, you, you woke up after the smoke had cleared. Yes. I, I don't wake up and I have no trouble falling asleep ever. And I have been going to bed at 3 a.m. out of just, and just collapsing of sheer exhaustion because 
it is physically so uncomfortable to sleep right now. <laughs> it is so disgusting. It is so humid. It's try to describe it to people. So a lot of our listeners are East Coast people, and they understand this time of year is gross for for big portions of the Northeast. A smaller portion of our listenership is from the actual hell of the United States, which is the plain states, which nobody thinks of as being the most humid places in North America, but they are. Do you know what the most humid place in North America is? Mm, Arkansas. Good guess. Iowa. Wow. Most, so I've been through these places in the summer. 100% humidity. You're, you're talking about Florida-level humidity. Uh, but none of the charm of Florida and no way to find a coastal breeze. So you are cooking in the sun. There is uh, 100% humidity, large insects, uh, flat land. There's no place to hide. Uh, and typically it smells like a like a hog uh, uh, processing plant uh, and uh, rendering facility. And <clears throat> that's where some of the people in our listeners listenership live. So to them, you've got it slightly worse than we do, but uh, right now it's pure ass in the Northeast, pure, disgusting, revolting New York ass. It's horrible. I'm not coming back. Well, I have to come back to New York in September for a wedding, but like, I'm not fucking, I'm, I'm ruling out summer as a possibility for, I think the foreseeable future. It's so bad because like I was here when, when I first got here, it wasn't too bad. It was still pretty cool out. It didn't really feel like summer. And I was I was walking around. And I was like, yeah, you know, the weather does suck a lot of times. But, you know, I could see myself back when I have like in the future, when I have a little more money, I could if I could find a comfortable place to live, I could live in New York again. It's pretty familiar to me. I You know, it, it'll always be home. But like. After this week, no, fuck it. I'm never coming back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, w- we've got a friend, uh, my friend, who is now your friend, who uh, swore he's only coming back for his mother's funeral because that's how much he hates it here. He and no small part of it is that it's, uh, it's physically a revolting place. It's, it's the, the like dense, humid air that like that carries the like air particulate dirt of like car exhaust and just like broken gravel pavement and just dog shit. Like it's just, it's, it's awful. <laughs> it's just so unspeakably uncomfortable and miserable. I, I can't, but, and like now that I've broken the spell and I've moved on, I've spent an extended amount of time in a place where it's pleasant, 99% of the time and now I'm back in a place where it's unpleasant 99% of the time I just think this is crazy like it's an yeah, actual yeah. psychosis that people live here I can't believe it I'm so glad that you're on this tip because that I've felt that way since the first time I lived in California like 10 years ago that there is no excuse for living the place that half the country lives there's there's no excuse because you're here for such a short time on earth, such a short time. It's brutal how cruel it is. Think of yourself like a dog, right? Like the tragedy of dogs is that everybody likes dogs and then they only live like 12. It fucking sucks. You know what I mean? That's tragic. Sucks. But it's kind of also us. 
You know what I mean? Yep. That's we are here for a really sadly tragically short amount of time. And this notion, like when I play video games, like I've been I've been uh, catching up on my video games since I've been here, right? Like just laying in bed. Uh, Yo, this is why we got to get back, man. We're turning into sacks of shit. <laughs> I'm just beating game after game. It's it, we're it's, just it's, fat fucks in our parents' house yes. playing video games in our bed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is so dark. It is. Uh, yeah, if I didn't have like a like a like a career thing going on right now where like uh it, it'll be like big for my career if i didn't have that going on i would i would feel lower than you can really wrap your head around i i would be in a dark place i've got some oh, like cool yeah i've got some cool career stuff coming up it's it, it puts you in a space where you feel like optimistic about the future but there's still no excuse for playing games that 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 require 10 plus hours to beat and and don't really benefit your life. Although I will say that this uh, Metro uh, twenty thirty three uh, redo is uh, is is very compelling. You should you should consider buying it. Yeah, it's it's. I've had I had the exact same thought that like if I didn't have my job, I'd, it, it it's a short hop and a skip to Stephen Paddock zone. Like it's, <laughs> it, it's, this shit keeps me fucking grounded in a way that if it wasn't here, you'd be getting manic texts from me all the fucking time. Like I only get manic on the weekends cause I got nothing to do. Like the fact that I have a job to occupy me is like a fucking godsend. You have no idea the people listening. You have no idea the, the thinness of, of the veneer between an employed person and oh. maniac. I, I, hold on. I want you to think about think about this reality for a second, okay? It's one that a lot of our listeners are probably living right now, <clears throat> which is uh, un, unemployed, underemployed, or marginally employed uh, with in, in like ultimately a futureless job, even if even if uh, they are employed. Uh, so you're understimulated, uh, feeling bad about your future. So then you start looking and you don't really know where to start and you feel worthless. Like you, you, uh, it's obvious that if you were underemployed or unemployed, that would give you the time to like really focus on a thing and make it yours. But you feel, you feel like you can't because you feel stupid. Otherwise you wouldn't be here. And you also feel like I don't have the financial resources to get out from under this feeling. And so you feel low. So then you start thinking about other things that might make you feel good. So maybe you get a pill addiction running with your old friends from high school who are all fucked up. Or for a lot of people, you're sitting inside and you get on that Tinder and then you're in a world of pain. Oh my God. Because the only person that would be with you in your pathetic, (laughs) pathetic fucking state is someone who is equally fucked. So, or worse. So, you're now compounding your problems by taking somebody else's pain onto your fucking back and just becoming the, 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 uh, unit. Is that the, is that the, uh, the, the one from Bill and Ted's bogus uh, uh, journey? Yeah, I think uh, so. Station. Uh, you're becoming station from, <clears throat> from Bill and Ted where now you are two beings made into one super conglomerate of, 
of uh, negativity and, and uh, uh, downward mobility. That's a lot of people, Eric. It's a lot of people. It's a, and dude, I, I've, I've, I think I've gone off on this tip on the show before, but I think that's like, honestly, the root cause of a lot of fucking problems in the world. Like I, I, I'll, mainly in America, but like in, I, I suppose it's, it's a global thing too, but it's just like, you know, having a life that lacks real like meaning, but not even that, like you're like, you don't, you have no opportunity to even create meaning. Like you don't, you, you are just dirt. Like, I think that creates a lot of problems that we see, whether it's people getting shot, crime, uh, or homelessness, drug use. Uh, I think it's, it's, we gotta, I don't know. I don't, and I don't know what the, the, the ailment for that is, but I know that, uh, it's not a thing that many people really talk about. And I know it's not an issue that we're really trying to solve. So, and I, and I, and yeah, to your point, I want people to understand, like, this is very common, exceedingly common. And that's a scary proposition. What can we do for these people, Jordan Peterson? <laughs> well, you have to create meaning from, from chaos is, uh, is, is, is a difficult prospect. I'm I'm dialing in my Peterson impression. Yeah, it's it's almost there. Uh, how how dark is it that that dude? His message is basically, uh, "Hey, everybody, uh, y- your lives are kind of fucked up. Uh, I think you could probably alleviate some of it by doing just these minor changes, or at least that would be a step." And people responded with such vitriol <laughs> and were like, fuck you, fuck you for telling people that they could do any better than where they're at. You know, there's like a, there's like a disease where people want other people to be failures and they want other people to be, like, you were sending me, uh, you, you were sending me uh, screenshots of dudes who are out here trying to discredit billionaires for Twitter likes. Hey everybody. Hey everybody. If your thing is trying to to take away the shine of a billionaire and in exchange you don't get any of their money for for trying to harm their reputation, you get Twitter likes. I want you to think about who's the fucking loser here. Because money doesn't make you cool to me it doesn't make you a superhero to me but i'll tell you being a bitter goblin that is fucking trying to bite the taint of of the the people above you financially that does make you pretty fucking uncool to me you know i mean that makes you like such a fucking crab mentality loser ass i i when you send me those i get i get pretty depressed because i think that like People don't understand how the game works. It's really simple. You, ch- like, like y- y- when you attack a billionaire, you're punching up, but it's not noble. It's not like you're speaking truth to power. What you're doing is 
you're you, there's a no stakes game for you. You are just trying to get laughs or get you're not even trying to get laughs cuz you're not being funny. You're trying to get people to commiserate with you on how you both don't have as much as another man. That shit is pure loser. I don't give a fuck how you feel about billionaires. If you think they should all be hung, send them to the gallows, whatever you want to do, man. But that whole thing, that whole brain where it's just like, yeah, man, 35,000 people agree with me that Jeff Bezos should be Jeff Bozo. Like, (laughs) yo, yo, what do you think happened there? What was the transaction? You literally can't cash those Twitter likes in for anything. You know what I mean? Like your life. If you think that Jeff Bezos, he's like a sucker bitch, seek not to be like him. And I guess you're doing a good job because you're dying in poverty. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. Well, it's like, well, so specifically, uh, just so we can, t- let's talk more specific about the exact thing that was said by this person (laughs) they uh hang on i'm looking for it here uh so there was some tweet that was like um what did it say oh it kind of it was just outlining like bezos's life trajectory so it was like age 16 summer job at mcdonald's age 22 works on wall street age 30 starts amazon age 33 becomes a millionaire age 35 becomes a billionaire and so forth and the person quote tweets it and says Weird. They always leave out the get six figure loan from parents part. Um, I'm going to do the read, thing. That please you, read his follow up tweet, which I thought was the more tragic thing. Uh, it's almost like this post is designed to make the rest of us feel bad about ourselves. That's that's the part that triggered me because that means that you are. If if that's the effect. Or if you could even divine that that would be an effect for someone, you are so fucking far gone, man. <laughs> you are like the way that you see the world is in this zero sum Jeff Bezos. I have nothing because Jeff Bezos has a lot. That's how you see the world. And, and I, I, my whole point is just like if you want to shit on Bezos all day, fine. Like like you said, like hang all the billionaires. I could I could care less. Um if you think that a sick, sick, I mean, amount, I don't know how much money Bezos, the loan that he got. I don't even know if this is true. I assume it's true. Um, if you think it's very simple that he took six, six figures, hundred thousand dollars or so, and turned it and turned that 
to him being the uh, richest man alive in 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 world history. Wow, you must be a fucking brilliant businessman, my guy. Well, that's how somebody who has nothing thinks, and that if you just if someone just gave me a loan, which you can take out bank loans or, or if someone yeah. just, or you can go to investors. There's, there's a lot of ways to get money. I think we're, we're that, that you don't, you can loans exist. Partners exist. Do you ever watch shark tank? Like it, it's a, every episode people are getting loans of hundreds of thousands. Guess what? Zero of them turn out to be Jeff Bezos. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, precisely. Like it, it makes me irritated. It's now a bit, my defense of billionaires is not, I just lean into it now because I'm, but it's not even a defense. It's just like, you're an idiot. If you think that getting that of getting a, like what is in, uh, what it, what is, what is essentially a, in the scheme of things, a small amount of money and turning that into an empire. That's not, that's not fucking easy, dude. Most people get that money and it gets sucked the fuck up. It gets frittered away. It gets eaten away. Taxes, uh, what it costs to start a business, like property, et cetera, et cetera. Yo, that money goes away very quickly. Uh, so, yes, okay, all true. <clears throat> um, here's the. Do you remember that lady that said, "Hang or kill the rich," and somebody said, what do you mean by rich? I just want to make sure, you, you know, like it basically it came down to two people. Said, she thought that if you make over $70,000 a year, you should be punished. That's the type of brain that believes that billionaires are made on a hundred thousand dollars. That's the type of person, the type of person that is so poverty impoverished in their mind that they think oh, anybody could be a billionaire if they get a hundred thousand dollars. That's you are, you got to change, man. I, I, and I don't want to tell people how to live. I guess it's, you can continue to live like this if you choose to, but I feel like some, you got to have friends. You got to have somebody that'll hey, like, Hey man, it's not a good look to look terminally poor it's better to seem as though poverty is a way station in your life or a starting point in your life it's not a fixed goal <laughs> you know what I mean? so it's I, I get depressed when i see that sort of shit and i also think that those people are so fucking like the guy who said it was like you know looked like a brooklyn comedian white guy right and I just wonder what the Nigerian immigrant who has three jobs and is buying his first car dealership thinks about this fucking loser. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you fucking loser. Like there's some Nigerian immigrant that's working three jobs and buying a car dealership 130 miles away that he will then commute to daily. And that person, now you can say, uh, oh, that's disgusting that you think that that's a win for capitalism. I don't have an opinion on who it's a win for. I don't, I'm not defending the fucking driving 150 miles the, the, for your car dealership. I don't give a fuck about any of the details of this conversation. I'm simply telling you that there are people who started with less who will end with more. And you sitting around talking about why someone else 
made it and you didn't is fundamentally the reason that you never made it. That's it. Well, it, but it's it's also just like like I remember when 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 Biden was proposing some some new tax thing, I forget what it was. And it was like the the minimum income that it would affect were people that make $400,000 a year, let's say. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot, like, listen, there is this, like, there is this culture that exists on the internet of like hustle and grind people that are too stupid that they will, they will likely not make the, uh, the, you know, despite posting the Drake meme or despite posting the Bezos meme that, uh, they were poor and now, or they had, didn't have money and now they're rich. Like, yeah, I'm not saying that guy is going to make it. But the counterpart to that of just being of, of being someone like, oh, you shouldn't be against Biden's tax thing. You're never going to make four hundred thousand dollars a year. Yo, I guarantee I will suck a dick. Why not? But also just like even if I don't, shouldn't I like strive for that? And I'm not saying that it's necessarily reason to not support whatever he's proposing. It's not like you, once you're in another tax bracket, it's not like you're 100 percent penalized for anything. It just means you might be taxed more based on your income. What I'm saying is, why don't you think that people can achieve that? They do all the fucking time. Yes. Yes. And it, it is, it, it's a chronic brain disease that you go through life. I mean, you know what it is. I don't even want to say it's fucking losers because it's not. Sometimes it's losers. Sometimes it's people that chose a path in life and have no excuse. Like, for example, if you are a social worker, and you're sitting around going, nobody should make 400000 a year. Nobody should aspire to make 400000 a year. That's evil, man. That's worse than being evil. a loser. That's worse than being a loser because that's you saying, I made a decision for myself and now I will impose it upon strangers. If you don't understand why that's fucked up, you're far gone. Like, look, it's a simple test. It's a simple test. If I live how I want and you live how you want, will will which one of us will try to take it away from the other? Whoever answers me is the bad guy. That's it. You know what I mean? Like so, when you try to say like, you know, I, nobody should have more than X, man. It seems like you made a conscientious, conscientious decision to pursue a thing that you thought was fulfilling. Why can't you? stay out of other people's fucking pockets now. What's the, what's the, what's the reason? I don't understand. And it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I understand if, if you, if you go out into the world believing that you're going to be the next Bezos, the odds are pretty stacked against you. That might be oh, yeah. a high goal. I wouldn't necessarily judge you for having it. Someone's got to be the next Bezos. Maybe it could be you, I guess. Pretty lofty goal. But if, but literally, People make six figures as their salary. That's like a that's an enormously common thing that you can go to school for and get a degree in and achieve. Yeah, yeah. Life is not that complicated. Four hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. You know what I mean? It's a lot of money. But the idea that it's outside your range. Why are you fucking clinically disabled? You yeah, know what I mean, like, is there something wrong with you? Is there something wrong with you? I guess fine. But like, you and I are very frank about how mediocre we are and extremely I, I don't go through life thinking that these things are outside my reach you know what's outside my reach outside of my reach is 
splitting the atom and, and mapping the human genome, those things are outside my reach. Those things require a, a, a degree of intellectual rigor that I simply was not born with in the same way that I don't aspire to be an NBA player. However, everyone, here's, a, here's one thing that we can say for capitalism. You get in where you fit in. And there's lots of people fitting in in that $400,000 range. So why are you acting like it's an impossibility? Yeah, it's 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 weird to me because people people do it all the fucking time, and 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 the, and the this, evidence this is, that like this is our motivation. This is our motivation hour. Well, I mean, Manifest like you can money. What did you say? Manifest the money. Manifest the money. Yeah, we're hustle and grind Twitter now. We're this is this is this is we're 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 uh, public public figure that has a social media account but hires an assistant to just tweet. Uh, uh, meaningless, like aspirational platitudes all day, like John Cena. <laughs> that that's what we do now. But it's just like it's it's to to me, it's just like I I don't know. So, someone like it's just a small amount of money, like in, in the scheme of things, like being able to achieve a six figure salary. It's n like and 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 being mediocre, like us. I mean, a fucking, who is it? Logan Paul just fucking boxed Floyd Mayweather. And I think he's the most, I think he's like the definition of like regular, regular, degular, fucking mediocre white kid who happened to tap in a strain and get in on the Vine shit early and cultivate an audience. And now no, look where it's brought him. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not taking anything away from him. Savvy dude to navigate that space definitely has something, but like, not in. I don't, I wouldn't classify him as extraordinarily talented. Eric, he's, he's lucky. And yes, I, he's, be, I, I mean, and I could never be so lucky. Therefore, he's bad and I don't like him. I mean, if the, 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 the ability, yo, the come town dudes are millionaires. Like you never know what you fucking throw at the wall is going to stick. Right. Like it's just, it, it's, it is luck in some ways, but it's also like, it's, it's trying, you know, it's, 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 it's putting yourself through a thing despite knowing that it may not work out. Nothing has to work out. You know what I mean? But some people decide to to do it, whether it's whether it's literally just for a fluke or they, they start it as a hobby and it takes off, or if it's like I want to chase a dream. Yo, it it can happen. And it's just like it maybe it won't. Maybe the odds are stacked against you. But that to me, that's not a reason why you shouldn't do it if you really want to. And you definitely shouldn't let some fucking asshole on Twitter be like, You're never gonna do that. Like, what the fuck? Like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're a fucking asshole. You're fucking, you're, you're just a fucking negative. You got to push, you know what you got to do is you got to push all that negativity out of your life. You got to remove, ne you got to remove <laughs> negative and toxic people. You know, I like, I like where you're going with this. I'm, I told you I'm fucking, I'm hustling grind Twitter now. That's just what it's all about. You just got to hustle. You just got to show up every day. You got to wake up 6am and go on that jog. You got to, you, you have to make your bed in the morning so that it sets the tone for the rest of your day. That's pretty good. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting good at him. Yeah, you're right. The, I, I honestly, I thought he called in. 
I'm I'm gonna, I'm the next Frank Caliendo, and no one can tell me otherwise. Yeah, I like I like it. That's what this is, man. That's what this is. But you know what? The first the first real step is we got to get the fuck out of New York. Yeah, that's true. I never go back. Uh, what a, what a setback. Listen, we got to get back to California because we are way too serious when we're here. Like I know. Our, our podcast is way too serious. I mean, it's just there's just there's uh there's a cloud of of just uh it's really weird. So New York became the worst place in my opinion to be during during the COVID bullshit. Like honestly, like what, like if you're in the United States, I don't think there was a worse place to be in New York. Partially because of how hard we got hit in the beginning, but also the level of lockdowns that we had to go under. The stress of 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 that whole that whole shit. And then like what you had to do to mid it like to 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 keep surviving. And then coupled with the fact that you couldn't do anything. Like there's no worse place to me. And now that we're like past COVID, I went to Coney Island the other night. Shit's popping off. It's getting a little fun out there. But there's still this like there's still that like this might just contradict everything I said, but like, God damn, like it is just hard to fucking get ahead in New York and, and, and just maintain your fucking sanity. I mean, look, I want to get out of here as quickly as possible. Post haste. Post haste. It's, it's just not, it sucks, man. My, father <laughs> Yo, keeps, my dad keeps guilting me though. He said, why? He said, why don't you stay? And I said, what do you mean why don't I stay? He says, yes, just stay for like longer. And I said, I'm paying rent on the other side of the country. He said, I might not ever see you again. And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> and he goes, I could die. And I said, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I said, you could, but you could also get hit by a meteor anytime. What? Are you, what? I mean, we've, we talk about it. anytime you, you walk out the door, it could be the last time. So, you know, he's, he's not wrong necessarily, but like, what does that mean that you have to live with your dad until he dies? Yeah. I got, I've got to hold him like the Madonna and child. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I mean, you know, my parents are getting up there in age too. I, I think about that stuff, but like, I don't know, you know, I'm not going to not live my life like if i maybe if i was you know if my parents were old and i was like 22 no fuck that i would still be doing what i want because that's 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 party age yeah of course come on the kids are still partying i well maybe they're deranged i don't know i I can't say somebody i had to do an interview the other day and they said what's the uh uh, what do you think the emerging youth culture is? And I said, I, they didn't invite me. I said, I got gray hair. How the fuck would I know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm 30. I don't even fucking know. I think, I think the kids are partying, but they're just, they just feel bad all the time. Mm. I think they feel that's bad about nice. everything all the time. It's nice to feel good. It's nice. You know what? It's just nice to not have a whole lot on your shoulders, which I thought was what youth was about. I think the kids feel a shit ton of shit on their shoulders. I don't know. I don't know. Like 
the age range of the people that listen to our podcast. But if you are between the ages of, I don't know, 19 and, and 24, let us know what it's like to be 19 through 24. I don't know. I feel very bad for the kids, especially the fucking like the, 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 the real young kids who have to like go to high school and shit. Jesus. Like in these times, like I, like I was in high school during the Bush years during the fucking nine 11 war in Iraq years and shit looks pretty bleak back then. I don't, I'd be fucking looking twice as shit right now. Hold on. I'd like to read something to you before I forget. Please. This is how I feel about all of your can like consumer activism that people do. This sums it up really well. A friend of mine told me recently that his business had been getting phone calls saying, Hey, do you carry that food from that abuser and all this other shit? And it's like, like, who are you that it's got the time to call local businesses and wonder who their distributor or like, what, what is going on with you? But this is the logical limit. A friend uh, runs a restaurant. He gets this in his DMS. It is a uh, news item. Uh, It's a, it's mug shots of a man and a woman. And it says update. Police have found the gun that was used to kill child, whatever. And then it says, she says to him in her, in her, she's post, she sends him that and says, is this you Marcus? And he says, excuse me. And she says, is that you in the article? And he says, who is Marcus? You think I'm that person? And she says, yeah, I'm asking. And he says, you're asking if that's me. And she says, yeah. And he says, this is really strange. And she says, how I don't want to support a child murderer. It's a simple question. He says, do you see the photo of me in my, in my bio? She says, yeah, that's why I'm asking. He says, I don't look like that person. I have a huge tattoo across my neck and that person doesn't. So no, that's not me. And she says, I don't know when you got the tattoo. And he says, also, my name is not Marcus. <laughs> Wait, was this says, a Twitter cool. exchange? What was this? Yeah, this, this was uh, Instagram. And she That's says, hilarious. she says, cool. Thanks for letting me know. Can't wait to try your food. I want to make sure I'm not supporting a child murderer. And then, <laughs> and then when you say, I've got a giant neck tattoo, he doesn't. And she goes, I don't know when you got that tattoo. <laughs> but that's how that's how everybody's activism feels to me is oh yo check it out uh uh, sometimes listener of our podcast is big up on the uh israel and palestine conflict and he was talking about it he's like yeah i have a strong feeling about it so i you know i write my representative often and i was just thinking you write your representative come on man what about twitter you know what i mean like because that the normal person is not writing the representative. They are just no. firing a tw- they're firing a sarcastic tweet off about like Israeli apartheid. You know what I mean? Like and thinking that that's do- now. Don't get me wrong. I think that you might as well drop your email down a bucket instead of uh, sending it to your representative. But you might as well stuff the tweet up your ass certainly doing nothing. So, but I thought that was so interesting. Oh, somebody's out here actually doing like the bare minimum to affect change versus the person that is 
just performatively trying to get uh, 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 likes on their Israeli hot take. Well, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. I mean, I, so like recently, I guess maybe like a month ago now, Andrew Yang tweeted something about like how he unequivocally supports, you know, Israel and the Jewish community and all this stuff. And he had to you like normally a sure thing in New York City. And obviously yep. when it comes to like voting and things like that, still a pretty sure thing. But he did have to kind of like walk it back a little bit from the amount yep. of people telling him to fucking stuff it up his ass. Yep. Which is interesting. That's that's kind of new. I think that he's, yeah, it is kind of new, but I think he just overreacted. I, I think that he could have just stayed the course, make the Jews happy, and everybody else will kind of ignore it. I mean, probably. I mean, yeah, I don't think, I don't think his stance necessarily... I don't know. It's hard to say. It could have affected his numbers a little bit. I don't know. But, but I mean, like, you know, yeah, he's, I mean, worried it about, is... he's worried about young people. I, I get it. I, I mean, I do, but I think that responding to like every social media slam against you, I think is in that way lies madness. Well, I th- it's, it's interesting because I think it, it, Hmm. I, it, it can, it, there's a logic to both ways, I guess, depending on who you're trying to appeal to, right? Because people will see if if, if you get attacked on something for Twitter and you rebuke or you push back, that will appeal to a certain type of person. But That's if you true. if and if you simp, that would a, a sort of appeal to a certain kind. I, I feel like you never get even if you simp, you never get good graces. That's a fact. People just no one ever says, oh, yeah, Wang, Yang walked that back a little bit. It's like you're no. a piece of shit forever. People decided if they like you or didn't like you, and that's it. Basically. Seemingly. Yeah. Now, um, listen, I, I have to attend to something soon. Do, we, do you have any topics you want to close out on? Mm, I'm going to do that thing where I, it, like 20 minutes after we wrap, I'm going to go, ah, fuck, we should have talked about that. So We should have done our Hunter Biden impersonation. Uh, we got to get some... Uh, uh, patreons in so uh let's see if we if if there's enough hunter biden emails uh we should we should read them all okay yeah we can we can do that everybody uh patreon.com slash worst possible timeline hit us on there and uh you know you get a little extra bonus uh for your uh you get a little extra you get a little bang for your buck there patreon.com slash worst possible timeline at wp timeline on twitter hit us on there you can leave us an email, worstpossibletimeline at gmail.com. You can call us, 205-509-9785. Call, leave a message. Once we're back in LA, which will be next week, we'll start doing messages again. We'll start doing rub maps again. You'll get it all good. It's just doing this shit over the fucking the, the internet here sucks ass. I hate it. Ass. So, ass. But we'll be back in our full form pretty soon. Hit all that things. Get the good good. Uh, hang out with Hunter Biden. Uh, hang out with Chet Hanks. Uh, dream big, you know, become the next Bezos, hustle and grinds. You know, you know what it is. You know what the position is here. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. 
Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah. The rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts.